Bush and Ritchie here with another Hometime Podcast. Thank you very much for downloading slash streaming however you're consuming what's about to happen. Uh, later on this evening, I'm off to the football again tonight. Haven't eaten yet today, so Bush, the only way I'm going to eat tonight is going with a football classic at someone's front garden. Uh, and by that you mean uh, one of those little burger vans that pitch up on the streets, not actually foraging. Exactly. A match day outlet. The kind of thing on a normal day as you walk down the street, there's nothing there. But on a match day, these uh, resourceful people decide, yeah, we're caterers, we'll sell you some hot food. What can go wrong? Joe, I love those. I love those, uh, uh, like a, I call it a fairground burger. You know, yeah. like a, a big old quarter pounder cheeseburger, weighs a ton in the little foil that they give it to you. Uh, and you can see them there flipping it on the grill. Uh, very little chat from the person who's doing it as well. There's no airs and graces, <laughs> but it tastes amazing. Yeah, but this is the thing, right? It, it does taste amazing. There's instant gratification, and it kind of has to be. Look, the show finishes at 7 o'clock. It's a 7.45 kickoff. Beggars can't be choosers. Uh-huh. I've got to go with it. But you enjoy the food as you're, as you're noshing it down. But then at around about like quarter past midnight in the morning, yeah. you're lying in bed with some dicky tummy and the fear starts coming across you thinking, that's that food, isn't it? I was noshing down an hour and a half ago and now I'm feeling bad about it in bed. Stop it. Stop saying <laughs> <laughs> Right, are we just going to... We can do the show now or are we going to have this uh, Mexican standoff that we've got going here? We're going to do the show? Let's do the show. A few days to go until Halloween at the end of the week, at uh, the end of the month. Are you being haunted by anything already? Uh, I am. I'm uh, being haunted by some emails that I just keep receiving. Let me explain what's going on. Uh-huh. Mentioned a while back on the show, uh, was planning to run the Reading Half Marathon. Uh, it's next weekend, so just under two weeks' time. It's come up quick. Has come up quick. I was running at the weekend. I've been carrying a little bit of a lower back injury. It's been causing me... Mild discomfort. Is that the one that you hurt your back when you're on all fours checking out someone on your phone in your bedroom? Do you remember that's that? The one. That yeah, was the that's one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was asking people whether you had certain plug points in the house that were more powerful than others. Yeah. I do remember that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you now accept the story, sir. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but anyway, the weekend I was running, I was thinking, no, 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 this isn't going to cope over 13 miles. And so I decided there and then, nah, I'm not going to be able to do this. You've withdrawn. I've withdrawn. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hold the entry for next year and I'm going to go again. It's not going to happen in two weeks' time. Hold your entry. <laughs> yes, it's, yeah, it's just... Uh, this gets uh, worse, doesn't it? It does, it does indeed. But then here's the thing, right? So you make that decision on the Sunday, right, I'm not going to do this. I'm still getting emails, obviously. Oh. Yeah, and it, it just it haunts you with that decision that you've made. Are they quite excitable emails? Yeah. Here we go, Richie, just a few days to go type they're the, they're the ones that sort of play at your conscience. You yeah, know, the yeah. ones that go, less than two weeks and running, you fantastic person. <laughs> Keep going, runners. You're unleashed. You're unstoppable. And I'm thinking, no, I'm not. I've, I've actually quit. <laughs> um, and it's, I'm haunted by my own decision. Are you haunted by anything at the moment? We, I don't know why I did this. Um, I remember we were talking about it a few months back, but I thought, let's be a bit more eco. Let's, let's inquire about a smart meter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then decided not to go for it because I'm probably too thick to use one. And uh, Bulb, the energy people, have, I'd say, texted me probably three or four times a week. Ask me if still up for... They're in the... Apparently, they're in my area. Oh, are they? They're installing smart meters. Oh, right. So I'm not haunted for any kind of guilt. I just feel like I can't get rid of them. If it was a movie, I'd be driving around and in the taxi behind me, a bulb. <laughs> they're following me. If, in this week leading up to Halloween, if there's anything that you are being particularly haunted by at the moment, share it with us. Gav says it's currently being haunted by a six-foot flat-pack bookcase. 
that he's bought from a high street store with the worst instructions known to man and he can't put the damn thing together. <laughs> Nameless text here says I went to Barnsley Live on Saturday, a free music festival, over 170 acts performing in over 20 venues over one lively afternoon. Sounds good. Does sound good. I met a lovely lady from Sheffield. Our paths crossed several times whilst watching all the bands as we moved from venue to venue. I'm haunted by the fact I never got her name on Oh. It's quite sad. It is a bit like that. Uh, they do stuff that thing in the... Uh, what was the magazine that I saw you? Do you remember that one where people write creepy things about watching someone on a train? Yeah, that is quite creepy. The, the Barnsley the Barnsley one's less creepy. If you're a Barnsley Live being tailed by some weird bloke, get in touch with <laughs> a hook no, up. No, it's making it creepy. Uh, Neil says, I'm haunted by Artex. <laughs> I decided to put some new tiles up in my kitchen. However, the kitchen still has Artex on the walls. It was probably done back in the 70s, and it's a nightmare to remove. Uh, Mark, what were you haunted by? Uh, yes, yeah, six, seven years ago, we um, booked to go on a, uh, a camping holiday in France, um, using a company called Yellow, um, all looked good. For some reason we couldn't go, I can't remember what it was now, um, but to this day I still get emails from them inviting us to go back to their campsite after we had such a good holiday. <laughs> so, in terms of a haunting, how does that make you feel? That, like, w w whenever you see the email from them, wh what's that initial feeling? Um, thoroughly fed up because they keep telling me how good it was, but we weren't actually there. <laughs> That's what's quite fun about this. They think you've gone, so they're, yeah. they're sending, exactly. sending yeah. like false memories. Exactly. Yes, a little bit gutting. Do you know what you need to do? You need to book in and go camping, mate, and just get it get it all sorted. <laughs> just go and do it. <laughs> oh, no, I, I don't want to go now. I think it'd be a bit of a letdown now. <laughs> so they've built it up so much, even though you didn't go, that you can't actually go in the first place. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Cheers, Mark. Cheers. Uh, Beatrice uh, says, I'm being haunted by my half-term marking. I'm Whoa. currently driving across the country to get away from it. If I'm really quiet, I swear I can still hear the books rustling. I'm a desperate Spanish teacher currently driving to Yorkshire. Give them all a C and just, you know, go, go for the middle. That'd be easy, <laughs> wouldn't it? And then this one here, uh, this is actually from, uh, I've got to be honest about this now, it sounds quite bad, but um, amongst my group of friends, we, we normally take the mickey out of Super dry. Not in a bad way, but mm -hmm. we always joke about um, Shanghai 1886. It's mm -hmm. always the same kind of thing, super dry tops. So if I ever am out and about and I see uh, like a shop with it in the front, I'll take a photo of it and post it or whatever amongst our little lads WhatsApp group, digging a hole here a little bit. And um, we bought our eldest daughter Erin, uh, she really wanted a super dry jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when we went to York. Do you remember when I, I do, York, yes. York on holiday? I've received an email from super dry <laughs> almost on a weekly basis. It's them and Bold. <laughs> Shanghai 1887. Let's get... Uh, uh, some more of your hauntings, Halloween week this week. What are you haunted by, Mark? So, uh, around 20 years ago, when um, me and a friend were roughly around 20 years old, um, we entered a table football competition um, down the local, uh, and the first prize was a pint for every day of the year, so 365 pints oh, each. Um, and we were quite good at it, because young people, nothing better to do. We used to uh, play quite a bit in there, and uh, we got to the final... And we had a really good start to the final, and we were like 5-0 up, but then we bottled it big time, and we lost by one goal. Um, and we weren't sure what the runner-up prize was, but it was just one of them rubbish um, kegs that you get from a supermarket that hold around eight pints each or something like that. That's so, nowhere near 365 pints, is it? That's for sure. <laughs> not, yeah, it's a bit top-heavy, that prize. So... Um, yeah, still haunted by that. Now, every time I walk past a table, football table, I uh, get a little shiver down my spine. What was your team one. name? We didn't have a team name. That, that wasn't part of the... Uh, there was only two of us, one in defence and one in attack. So, <laughs> just just me and my friend Ben. 
<laughs> we still talk about it. No spinning, oh. eh, Mark? No spinning. <laughs> no spinning, no. You definitely can't spin, no, no. Would, would you guys ever come out of retirement? This is like Kingpin. Maybe put you back in for a tournament now in 2021? Only if the prize was good enough. You know, Do you know what I'm I feel? I'm not going to get out of bed for less than 365 pints, I'm afraid. Fair enough, I draw the line at that myself, too. I feel like table football's had a bad pen, uh, pandemic as well. Like, you know, everyone's sort of going up in a pub touching the old spinning handles yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's not It's not played well with COVID. You can't spin with marigolds on, can you? That's the problem when you're in <laughs> no, goal. No, you don't. You don't see so many people spraying and wiping down the handles, do you? <laughs> Graham was our first contestant on our brand new game Through the Decades, which we proudly launched last night on the show. Uh, you've got to pass through a space-time infinity loop answering questions on sequential decades until you come back to the moment that you started uh, and win the cash prize as well. It didn't go so well for our Graham. Have a listen. Um, oh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. The pressure. Yeah, I think I'm going to be stuck in the 80s for the rest of my life here. Oh! Time is up. You're a loser, and you have lost. A little bit harsh. He is stuck in the 80s. Last we heard, he was getting fitted for a Campari ski jacket. <laughs> it's great to have a first, isn't it? Do you mean a new thing, a debut, a break from the normal routine? Whatever happens, Graham will always be that first contestant. So we want to know from you this hour of the show, what thing have you done for the first time recently? Rich, is there anything you've done for the first time recently? There is, and it's almost unbelievable, but I promise you, I swear this is true, uh, this week I've had my first Subway. Oh, wow. I mean, I was only having wimpy last week. Now you're on the subway. <laughs> I know. It's all going on. I know. I've, How was for, it? For whatever reason, I've just written it off as sort of like the baguettes. Yeah. Um, you know, what's, what's special about that? And I, I saw one. I had time as I was walking to the train station. I've switched my transport arrangements this week. I thought I'd give it a go. Oh, I'm converted to a footlong, my friend. A smile on your face after having a footlong? Yes. Brilliant end to the week. <laughs> uh, Boo says on Twitter, I made chow mein and it was just like a takeaway one. A game changer. Ooh. So if you've made something or done something for the very first time, bit of a debut, we're talking about first in this hour of the show. Uh, nice tweet from someone who's obviously a, a Wolves fan, Old Gold on uh, Twitter, says, I've made a hot pot, I'm 41. Oh, love a hot pot. Hot Slow pot. cookers as well, damn good. Says to me, Betty from Coronation Street, Betty's hot pots, can't hear them without thinking Betty. Uh, Marilyn says, I went in a hot tub, now I'm obsessed. Imagine being obsessed with hot tubs. <laughs> can't stop thinking about them. Googling them at work. And then Ian says, uh, guys, on Saturday at the Tender Age of 44, I went to the top of the Blackpool Tower for the very first time. These are great. Uh, Mara says, watch the touch of frost. Imagine having wow. such an old programme like that and you've watched it for the first time and you've got all that David Frost, uh, not David Frost, <laughs> what's his name? Oh no, it's like watching telly with my mum and dad this is. Jack. David, Jack Frost. What's David his name? Jason. David, David Jason. Jason. That's it. Oh my goodness, I'm losing it. So many moustaches, so little time. <laughs> uh, Lynn Dawson says, I ate avocado for the first time. Pete says he made a chicken madras and he absolutely loved it. Oh. Uh, Vicky, what was your first? Uh, today we took our 11-month-old daughter to her first proper photo shoot and to buy her first pair of shoes as well. Oh, wow, what a cutie that is. And in terms of the whole photo shoot scenario, because I walk past those shops that do the photo shoots and you always think, how does the family photo shoot thing work? Is that like... Were you guys lying on the floor with your your head in your hands, uh, looking pensive, and then you, your child sat on your back, or what was the format? Oh, all sorts of things. We did poses like that. We were all laying on our backs with our heads all together, like in, in circle. Um, my 16, 13 year old and the baby, myself, were all sat on top of my husband's back. That was quite fun. Like a circus act. <laughs> Nearly squashed him. And buying first pair of shoes for an 11 month old, that is probably the only pair of shoes that you'll buy where you're not going, can, can, can you just wiggle your toe? Can I feel that at the end of the uh, end of the shoe there? Is that is that too tight? Is that too tight? 
Well, luckily the, the shop assistant uh, did, did all that for us, but uh, she was a bit of a pickle, didn't want to actually put her foot down flat for a while, so we had to get oh. her to have a walk around first, so she put her foot toes down. Bless her. Did, do they still use that thing in, in uh, shoe shops where they have that wooden, wooden clamp that goes on the end of your toes that used to be petrified of when I was a kid? Um, no, I don't think so. I was, I was, sure I was I born in the mid-70s, either. so oh. I apologise for that old cultural reference. I do remember the clamp. I also remember those robotic ones that would uh, yeah. close in, yeah. They use oh, iPads yeah, no, now. Really? An iPad? iPads now, yeah. Oh, no. This text says, had a freezing, freezing cold shower for a week all this week. Some people who do that kind of stuff to get going in the right way. And hi to Richard Chipchase, who says he bought an e-bike. And I believe they're those electric bikes that fly past me every day when I'm cycling home from work <laughs> with a bloke in a suit who's not even moving his legs. Uh, Jan says, I had to stop the car for my 18-year-old to chunder after picking her up from a party. Hopefully a first and a last. Love it. All week we are celebrating the spookiest season of all, thanks to Discovery Plus by giving you the chance uh, to win a Stream to Scream Ooh. bundle. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, it's by hearing your scariest paranormal stories. Uh, it includes a 55-inch HD smart TV, a Bluetooth soundbar, your Google Chromecast, all to watch Discovery Plus uh, for a year and more. All you need to do to win is tell us your paranormal stories at absoluteradio.co.uk, channel your inner Acora, and we'll be bringing some of the scariest ones to air to win full terms and conditions or on our website if you've got now going on in your life two people who've done just that are Jamie and Ryan they're on the line for us right now fellas are you ready to scare the bejesus out of me and Richie? Oh, yeah I could try okay right <laughs> Jamie you're up first tell us your ghostly tale okay my mum and dad's house mm-hmm. Cole slowly crept over me my feet following the weight pressing me down it crept up my legs pressing them into the bed the cold was palpable then the fear began. My heart began to bound in my chest and I felt sounds trapped in my throat. I was not alone. The steady moving, paralyzing weight crept up further my body, pressing me deep into the bed. Limbs frozen, not by cold, but by fear. I wanted to respond, jump up, scream, but I could do nothing. And I heard the breathing. It wasn't my own. It was slow and labored. It was crippling like the weight holding me down. Breasts were heavy and I could feel them on me, each sucking the life from me. I left paralyzed no longer in control of my body. Then I screamed and I screamed hard. Rage came from my throat like fiery lava and I set bolt upright, pushing the weight from me. Light slowly trickled back into the room and I felt life returning to my body. It never happened again, but I never slept in the house again. I sometimes dream and remember the feeling of total hopelessness, the despair and fear like it was the end, the end of me. Wow, it's like being married, that, isn't it? <laughs> Sweet, you get nightmares about that kind of stuff. That's quite scary, that, isn't it? That is very scary. Yeah. It sounds like a, like a haunted weighted duvet. Yeah, really heavy Good duvet. Story. Wow, Jamie. Wow. Right, Sweet. well, it's, it's, it's put a chill down our spines. Uh, Ryan, let's see what happened to you. Uh, take it away, fella. Back in about 2013, me and my wife had just bought our first house um, to start a family with our newborn daughter. Everything was great. We got the property at below market value and able to finalise things fairly quickly. Fast forward two years later, things started to get a bit weird. I used to put my car keys down in a certain place every day. I was going to go back a few hours later to find that it wasn't where I'd left them. I assumed my daughter had moved them or played around, so I didn't know anything about it. This was going on for a few months and my daughter denied all that knowledge. One day I walked down the stair, walked up the stairs and out the glimpse of my eye I saw what looked like a shadow run across the wall and disappear into the boarded up fireplace. I was seriously scared at this point and I thought someone else was in the house. I slowly walked towards the bedroom where I went, when I went to look in, there wasn't anything there. I put this down to my mind playing tricks. 
few days late, early in the morning, around 4am, I, I noticed my daughter's bedroom was light was on. Weird that she wouldn't be able to reach the light switch. I walked in the room and found her sat, sat peacefully on the floor with her teddy from dozer around the plane. She looked up to me and smiled and said, Daddy, this is Maddie. She likes to play with my toy. <laughs> no! <laughs> I said, Lily, it isn't time to play with toys just yet. You need to go back to bed. Lily's face changed and without expression, she said, no, Maddie will be angry if we stop playing. I picked Lily back up and put her back into bed and switched the light off. A few minutes later, I noticed her light was back on. I could hear her talking, saying she was sorry. Now, Daddy doesn't mean to, doesn't mean we can't play again. I was creeped out. I started doing some research on the house. One of my elderly neighbours from down the street came to talk to me. She said that the house had been at a different few owners over the previous few years. I decided to dive deeper into the property. I eventually came across an article explained that a father of a daughter in 1938 killed his daughter named Madison for waking up playing too loud and buried her body in the fireplace in the bedroom. The same fireplace had seen a shadow disappear into the months before. Oh, my God. Lily never knew that the fireplace was there. It was boarded up before we moved in. Right. At this point, I decided to pretty much fell up pretty quickly and disappeared. Yeah. It's also a shivers down my spine to this day. Wow. Do you know what, right? I think the moral of the story is, uh, if a deal's too good to be true in terms of getting property... <laughs> It is too good to be true. Below market price, that's where the uh, that's where the alarm bell should have been ringing. Uh, we'll all chill out and we'll have a think about a winner next. Boys, amazing. Heard these spooky stories from Jamie and Ryan, the heavy, cold, strange duvet thing that was going on and then Ryan with the shadowy thing that his daughter was playing with. What's going on there? <laughs> that's the one that freaked us out. Congratulations, Ryan. Oh, my God. I can't believe I've won that. Wow. You have won a stream-to-screen bundle, all thanks to Discovery+. Plus. Streaming of the paranormal, be in touch with you to arrange your prize. Well done, fella. Wow, thank you ever so much. I appreciate it greatly. And stay out of paranormal trouble this Halloween, my friends. <laughs> I will try my best. <laughs> Sometimes they come to find you. It's all thanks to Discovery+, Plus, where you can stream a multitude of exclusive originals and bingeable box sets this Halloween. It's home time on a Tuesday night with Bush and Richie, the show that has a radio station for every decade. And right now, it's time to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you could be winning some cash thanks to our friends at Tesco Mobile as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to bag yourself a mighty £500? Of course, Graham from yesterday, our first contestant still trapped in the 80s. Let's speak to another contestant right now on the line to play. We have Jane. How are you doing, Jane? Hello there. Hi. Hi, Bush. Hey, Jane. Uh, whereabouts are you, Jane? Hi, Rishi. Um, I'm in Morden in Surrey. Oh, very nice. Stockbroker belt. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> are you ready for a bit of time travel, Jane? Are you good for this? I am. I am. Um, I'm just going to... Fingers crossed that I'm going to get at least two answers right. Um, but, you know, who knows? I'm, I'm just going to hope for the best. I'm normally quite good at these things, but gosh, who knows? But, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> add, add to the time travel vibe, sit in the kitchen with a colander on your head and see what happens. <laughs> Jane, let's hope you get more than two right. Um, I'll take you through the um, rules. Uh, we're going to give you seven questions. You need to get all of them right, actually. Uh, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s, and the present, present day, day. Uh, you'll have 60 seconds on the clock to get all oh seven correct. Uh, you can't pass on a question, however, because uh, when the time's up, the game ends. That all makes sense? 
Oh, it does, it does. Thank you, yes. All right, now we've got loads of brass buttons and handles in front of us. Uh, which year would you like to start at and we'll calibrate the machine? Wow, OK. Well, I think um, I'm going to start with the 80s um, because that is the era that I probably know the best of. So uh, I'll give that my best shot. Oh, it's where, where Graham got trapped yesterday. Graham's I still know, there. Yeah. <laughs> Graham, you there? <laughs> Graham, give us away. Right, Jane, good luck. <laughs> Let's play Through the Decades. Through the Decades. Right. War, The Joshua Tree and Rattle and Hum are 80s albums by which Irish band? Oh, you too. Correct. 90s. Which football player married Posh Spice in what was said to be the wedding of the decade? David Beckham. Yes, correct. correct. Naughties. Coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine is the opening line to which Naughties song? Oh, um... Uh, oh, I know that coming out of my cage. Oh, uh, um, Mr. Brightside. Yes! Tens. Tens. Which British director curated the opening for the 2012 Olympics in London? Oh, um. Oh, um. Oh, what? Can you not say that again? There's, yeah, which. Curator. Which British director curated the opening for the 2012 Olympics in London? Oh, um. Oh, well, let me think, let me think. Um. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I just don't know. Oh, I just, um... Time's up. Oh, no. You are lost in time. Courtesy of Home Time with Bush and Richie. It was Danny oh, Boyle. Oh, I... Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Yes, you know, I knew that. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> Jane, you are trapped in the tens. I mean, at least you're not trapped that far back. We can probably see you in time, but you are still trapped there. Do you know what? It's a good place to be trapped. There's so much that's gone wrong in, in the twenties and beyond, isn't it? I'd rather be back in the tens. It's a better place. Oh. Hard luck, Jane. It's a hard game, isn't it, to get all those questions right? But, oh, dear. I just I knew it was Danny Boyle as well, but there you go. I probably would have got the next one wrong. But uh, one of our, t- one of our team. Our team will go around your house and pack up any belongings that you need to take with you on the journey as well. So, best of luck. Good try, Jane. Uh, Look, no winner today. Your chance to play and bag yourself £500 for tomorrow. Uh, Call us now, 03301231215. You've got until 7pm to enter. All the terms and conditions are at absoluteradio.co.uk. Graham trapped in 1980s. Jane trapped in the 2010s. Can you do any better? If you can't wait until then, you can play through the decades on your Amazon smart speaker right now by saying, open the Through the Decades game. Every little helps. Yes, all the thought and preparation that goes into Through the Decades. We're really excited about this, as, as we are about the Tombola, but we're excited about the unpredictability of the Tombola. Although it is a little bit like when you go, you know when you go into a shoe shop and you have some new shoes, it makes your, your current shoes look like <laughs> they need a little lick of paint. So there's 100 balls in there. Uh, they relate to 100 possible topics for us to uh, talk about for the next 30, 35 minutes. Let's have a look. Got here. Uh, ball number 83. What is in your odds and sods drawer? Odds and sods drawer. Now, everyone's got that drawer in the yeah. kitchen that's full of weird stuff. I can pretty much guarantee, maybe 99% certain, you've got a pair of chopsticks in there. <laughs> you must have chopsticks in your odds and sods drawer, but what else is in there? That's the question. Claire has tweeted us, uh, including a picture of a Donald Trump pack of cards in her odds and sods basket, actually. There's some great photos coming in. We weren't expecting these. <laughs> no. At Absolute Radio for photos. Chris Lacey says, uh, our drawer's always got mystery keys. Yes, we have mystery keys. Natalie won't chuck it out. Literally.
literally can't be anything. Mystery, you never know, though. Oh. You never quite know. No. Uh, someone says golf balls, key rings, uh, half-burnt birthday candles uh, from <laughs> Sh- Security Sean. Uh, we've got JP on the line. JP, what is in your uh, odds and sod straw? A wee tea strainer. If I ever make leaf tea, which I don't think I ever have in my life. <laughs> a leaf tea tea strainer. We've got one of those. It's really weird. It's like a little tiny net on the end of a, like a metal stick. Like, well, I'm never going to have tea like that in my life. <laughs> There's got to be more yeah. in there. Uh, there's some chopsticks, obviously. Obviously. Uh, the, you know, the wee yellow key you use for the gas mirror? <laughs> yes. The box so you can do your reading? Brilliant, yeah. And uh, some wonder web for when your hem falls. But I don't know if your hem ever falls down on your trousers. Mine sometimes That's does. A personal question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like we know each other. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. We're all one big family on this hometown show. Uh, I'm going to Google Wonderweb uh, because I don't think I've got a hem on my trousers, but uh, JP, that's brilliant. Where is the hem on? I don't even know where your hem on your trousers is. I don't even know what a hem is. Is it your gusset? That's a bit familiar. <laughs> Talked about Claire earlier uh, with the playing cards that had uh, Donald Trump on them. She's yeah. clarified they're serial killer top trumps, she says. Donald won't be over the moon being lumped he in with that be, lot, will he? No. Uh, Ponksy's mum sent us an amazing little video. She says, I've got a trumping finger pen in our oh, odds and yes. sods drawer. Have a listen to this. It's worth the wait. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> so that writes and make that uh, makes that noise. You can write your, your list and then flip it around the other side. Do Trump noises. Jumping onto Amazon right now. Ball eighty three is asking what is in your odds and sods drawer on the tombola. Boo says I keep my dad's old Met Police whistle and his lapels in ours. Oh, that's quite nice. It's a lovely thing, isn't it? I like that. Uh, Scott says you can actually buy a box uh, for a housewarming present that is to go in your bits and pieces drawer. Problem is. All the batteries in the box work. There are no keys that are long over and there's no fluff in the corners. What's the point of all that? Yeah, where are the chopsticks? What's going on? Well, there you go. There's, there's, the, there's the podcast. Don't let the bit at the beginning in any way ruin your evening, ruin your day or whatever. Or, But it will be there. It'll be there in the back of your head. Just uh, that image of Richie. <laughs> 